Dance. Welcome back to the Chill Sounds and Breakdowns podcast. We are on episode 66, 66 and today so I'm, you know, so you're so close. close, you know. Everybody's been, you know, saying that they wish they would have waited a few episodes. Yeah. I don't even know who I'm going to make on that episode. We'll come back. <laughs> oh, emphasis on the come back. <laughs> yeah, anyways, uh, I'm excited and I'm I like I said before, you know, it took me forever to get this band in here and now I'm I actually, you know, got them. They're super busy, so I can't get a hold of them. Uh but I'm actually super excited. I'm a big fan of this band. Uh but today we have Golden Week. What's going on, buddy? Yo yo. Howdy y'all. Howdy. Howdy. Yeah. Thank you for taking the time and coming by today. I appreciate it. And bringing gifts too. Look at all this stuff right here. All these Japanese Kit Kats and um, I don't even know what flavor that is. Ricky? Ricky? Premium flavor. <laughs> it looks great. Premium <laughs> flavor. It says it's the premium flavor. Was it like so I can't read that. I'm not even going to try it. It's fine. It don't matter. Uh, it's free. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh I'm going to eat it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, first of all, uh, I've been definitely a fan of the band for a, a while now. And it's it's really cool to uh, to see the the music come out and actually get to talk to you guys about it. Um, but yeah, like the, you were mentioning a little bit like earlier, you were, like everything, like the Japanese stuff is really on brand. Like where does, where does that come from? Just uh, as far as like it being a big like influence into like Golden Week, like the Japanese influence. Well, uh, we kind of met before we had a band called Trist before and we kind of basically got to know each other through like playing tons of like jrpgs and like our anime mm -hmm. pasts essentially and then uh basically that band kind of wasn't going anywhere mm -hmm. and so we found ricky on well you knew ricky through some friends right yeah i knew ricky through his other band fivel at yes. the time okay. uh, who then became faint love later on and um we hung out with him at an anime convention mm -hmm. got a room yeah we got a room <laughs> together and Ooh. got a <laughs> We actually barely knew Ricky, too. Yeah, oh, really? <laughs> we just left in his room because we were like, probably, okay. probably wasted at, at the anime convention. But um, it, it's just always... So that was a big part of the, the beginning of Golden Week because that's mm. what brought us to Ricky okay. um, and brought forth the next evolution of Trist, of mm. the previous band. And so when we were trying to come up with names, it, it kind of made sense um, for a couple of reasons. One, um, there was the uh, more semantical aspect of having a band name like like Green Day <laughs> or something, yeah. where you have like a color or an adjective okay. and then another word. We're just better Green Day. We're yeah. golden and we're Golden Week. week golden day. is better than green, first yeah. of all. <laughs> yeah, and I don't even really listen to Green Day, but I was like, that's a popular band. It's a memorable name. I was like, that same aspect kind of works. And then... Uh, Golden Week came to mind because it it encapsulates a lot of what we as people are about. Mm -hmm. Where Golden Week, if, if y'all don't know, is a uh, Japanese holiday. It takes place over the course of a week. Mm -hmm. uh, there's actually like five smaller holidays within it. Um, was it end of April into the beginning of May? And pretty much the whole country shuts down like okay. just to celebrate this. Um, and I first learned about it from a video game, um, Persona, Persona 3, okay. back in the 2000s. Persona 3 is like my favorite game of all time. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just like, yeah, I mean, it made sense to us. Like, we, we met Ricky at an anime convention, basically, mm -hmm. and half our music influence um, comes from video game music, anime music, um, stuff like that. And so, yeah, it just kind of represented what we wanted to move forward with uh, as the band is just like having something that's more us, you know? Yeah. Something that represents like our interests and our influences as, as best we could. Do you think that that first band, so so Tris, the that mm -hmm. first band you had, did, was that, a, uh, I guess, not really uh, personifying like your guys' interest and like what you guys really, I guess, felt like as people? Or do you feel like that was limiting and this Golden Week was a little bit more freeing in that aspect? Yeah, a little bit. Like, more of an evolution. Because, like, yes. yeah. John started Trist mm -hmm. and I joined later. And I was writing and doing everything basically for Trist. Oh, then, okay. Yeah. yeah. And basically, as we like added more people, I was like, okay, this sound is totally different. Mm. We need a new name. Let's just be a different band because this is 
a new direction. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's just pretty much where where was going with everybody joining. I yeah. mean, that, and that makes sense with all like the again, your friendship was kind of solidified with like all like your interests and stuff like in in uh, in like like you were saying like anime and stuff like that. And then the anime convention meeting Ricky is kind of just tying everything together. So that would I mean, it would make sense that that's a big influence into why that's something you would want to incorporate into the band. Um, which is really cool. That's really neat. Um, after after Ricky, were you, did you guys stick around for a little bit just as a three piece or then were you adding members right away yeah we yeah. we added um a drummer relatively quickly it was mm -hmm. our friend tim fisher um mm -hmm. i had known him since middle school went to school with him and um uh we got going as quick as we could and just started writing and kind of was new stuff getting ready to record and um but uh then our other two members jonathan and josh didn't get added to much more recently we've had a bunch of lineup changes over the years and you know, a big one was once we finally added Jonathan on guitar, mm -hmm. um, that freed up John to be able to just focus on vocals. Mm -hmm. And I think that was like a big turning point for us in like the next step of our evolution. And then securing Josh on drums was the most recent one. That mm -hmm. just happened like a month ago. I don't know when it was. Wow, um, really? Yeah. Maybe not that quick, but it was, <laughs> it was pretty recent. Yeah. Um, but uh, that was like the final step here that was pretty huge. So. Mm -hmm. But yeah, at first, you know, it was mainly uh, me, John, and Ricky, and our drummer Tim at the time, mm -hmm. and um, then we just tried to kind of build from there. But like, it's it's been kind of hard um, finding members just because we're so picky about it. Like, okay, we've we've had a lot of fill-ins and stuff. Like, our first EP has four drummers on it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and it's part of it's because like like I said, Golden Week. Um, as an idea is more than just a musical sound. It's mm -hmm. our personalities and our influences. And so having people that like we connect with on a deeper level than mm -hmm. just they can play an instrument, because yeah. there's plenty of people in Dallas that can play instruments, but being able to connect with us on that deeper level was, was really important to us. Gotcha. So, yeah. Well, that's, I mean, well, that's cool. Like I said, you've kind of have like a core, I guess, group at the, at the, at it that kept everything together and still working towards that evolution. Because mm -hmm. um, um, the music itself, like I'm, it's just so incredibly like catchy. Like I was trying to figure <laughs> out like today, like I was listening to, just re-listening to everything. And I'm like, I don't know what I would call this. Like, I just like it. I'm like, and it, it's kind of like, I, and I hate like genre talk anyways. Like, it's always weird. Yeah, and so like, oh, it's, it's this, it's stupid. And like, and, um, I mean, when I remember when I was like playing in a band, I hated every time. It's like, oh, like, it's like, what do you call it? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I just write stuff. Like, yeah. yeah. We've had such a big struggle with that one too. Yeah. Like, like, what do you, like, what do you guys call yourselves? Or like, what's your sound or what show can we put you on? Mm -hmm. <laughs> because like, we all come from like crazy different band backgrounds. Yeah. Like, um, like when I when Mastin joined me with Trist, he was in another metal band, and then okay. Ricky was also in several metal bands. But I'm, dude, I'm soft. Like I'm like, <laughs> I'm <soft. laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, most no, of like, the time, <laughs> most of the time. Like yeah, like I, I I grew up listening to like a lot of like pop and uh, like more of you the. Can say, you can say Coldplay. Oh, I didn't just listen to Coldplay, my guy. <laughs> just to Coldplay. All right, let's be real. I stopped listening after Viva. It's Whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. No, no, but I'm start uh, slamming Coldplay for the next two minutes. Oh, don't, <laughs> don't get me started. But yeah, no, like uh, basically just kind of more on along the like melodic side of stuff yeah. and whatnot. But we also like are all nerds, so we are consuming tons of stuff. But yeah, so it, yeah, when I mean, it comes to genre, it's a little bit difficult to pin it down because mm -hmm. everyone's bringing different stuff from there. Yeah, and I'm about to throw some minor shade at like other bands. Uh -oh. but here we go. Sorry, I apologize <laughs> to my bandmates. Oh, I'm gonna open. <laughs> do, this it, do it first. <laughs> I'm gonna need this. Get a click. There we go. There we go. <laughs> um, well, it, it's so hard to narrow your music down, and not just not just um, post having released it, but like while you're creating the music, it's it's so hard to nail down good stuff, right? It's really good. Um <laughs> just like what you want to sound like yeah. when we all grew up with the internet and mm. listened to everything. Exactly. I mean, you know, I remember being like a kid and like if you listen to um rap, you didn't listen to rock and vice versa. Yeah. There was like a mm -hmm. battle between it. And even more specific is I remember um back when I first heard about emo, mm -hmm. um, back in like sixth, seventh grade ish, 
uh, I hated it because I was a ska fan. Okay, <laughs> it was a big ska versus emo battle. We're like, why are y'all so sad all the time? Like, this is stupid. Just over but, there, it's like, just dance yeah, around. Just, Fine. I'm just skanking in my bedroom. Skanking. Um, skanking. <laughs> but um, yeah, but there's that's not how things are anymore. Mm -hmm. We all have so much access to music that we've listened to everything, and so to even though I played in an alternative metal band at the time, just because, mm -hmm. you know, I was friends with them and wanted to play some music, like, that wasn't me, you mm -hmm. know? Like, yeah, I'll listen to some of that. Also, like, I, I'm the, I play bass in Golden Week, um, and my biggest influencers are, like, Japanese rock, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, and Jet Set Radio Future. Like, <laughs> oh, my God, okay. It's, like, it's, it's so hard to just say, like, yeah, like, I'm a punk bassist. Like, mm -hmm. no, nah, dude, I listen to everything. One of our favorite um, albums that we, like, kind of connected on was uh, Emotion by Carly Rae Jepsen. Oh, my gosh. Really? Uh, changed yeah. my life, dude. <laughs> I and love like, that album. Yeah, and, like, you might listen to Golden Week or any of our other past projects and be like, that doesn't sound like them. It's mm -hmm. like, well, it, it doesn't because we're not a singular genre. But, like, um, hopefully, if you listen to maybe like a little bit of a vocal melody here or a little bit of a hook here, you might hear some of that um, Carly Rae Jepsen, or I was mentioning Michelle Branch earlier yeah. is yeah. a big one. And then in some of the guitars, you know, like we've, um, Jonathan and I, uh, so Jonathan, before he joined, he and I played in a hardcore band called My Apologies. And, um, oh shit, I don't remember. Yeah, geez. okay, cool. That's a reaction we get a lot. Yeah. It's like, that was a band. Oh no shit, I remember yeah. that. Um, and so, like, being able to bring all this stuff together is kind of what I think makes us a little different mm -hmm. is being able to not only, um, not only play different genres but embrace it and try to expand and try to like have diversity in our music and to some people that might turn them off you know yeah but i don't know like that's that's who we are is our variety and i think that's i think for the most part that should be the natural state of everybody because it's so and i i've mentioned this before like on, on the podcast but like it, i find it so weird when you only listen to one genre to write that one genre um because you end up writing the exact same thing like it doesn't sound that different you or you're writing somebody else's music and you don't really find a lot of ways to put your own takes on stuff when if you just embrace every influence that you've had it just it feels to me like it feels just more natural to embrace everything that you've mm -hmm. listened to and then okay now let's write something with it like you said it doesn't need to come up like uh, very like forward or like you know we're like oh okay I see where they got that from this like but those little like instances yeah. here and there where you'll hear a vocal part or like a guitar riff or something I'm like oh okay that was sort of inspired and maybe people don't notice it because you I mean it does well to, to like just um, when you write a cohesive piece it'll all blend together and you won't maybe be able to point them out but you'll know that they're there yeah. and then maybe the one person that's like oh hears this and be like now knows about the you know Carly J. Repson album and then just be like Oh, okay. I hear this part now, and so then they'll be able to go back and like kind of look at it. So yeah, I think it's I think it's just the most natural like way of writing. And interestingly, mm -hmm. it, it almost feels like it's just a a rock music problem though, because you look at pop and rap, mm -hmm. um, and even country, they're embracing other genres. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's why they're doing so well right now is because of the embracing of other genres. I mean, especially rap. Like mm -hmm. oh, yeah. um, John listens to the most rap out of all of us, probably. So he's the best to talk about it, but. That's like the current state of rap is defined by its cross genre kind of portability. That's true. There's a lot more like there's there's definitely a lot more like rock influence on a lot of like yeah. Yeah, and like rap and hip hop like now. I mean, you take I didn't even know like again because it's such a weird concept to me to people to be upset about like using other genres and like other stuff. But like um, Unity Unity TX has been getting oh, like, a lot yeah, of shit dude. like sometimes and I'm like guys. about people like that that you know hate it. it was like oh you know you shouldn't have like rap and metal. I'm like. Who like? Who just, is this like yeah, person saying that? Makes sense. Like, it shit's badass. Like, <laughs> yeah, what the fuck yeah. are you talking about? Like, this this whole new thing that's like really fucking good. Like, why would you like deprive like you know the music world out of something like good just because you don't think these things should like mix or whatever? The whole like I remember that whole like you know I'm wasn't even a fan of like Lil Nas X or anything, but the whole thing when like he made the the country song, and yeah. Yeah. Then people went crazy and wild. I'm like people have a lot of time to bitch about like things where it's like just make music man and listen to it yeah our our musical palettes are more complex now because yeah. like i said we've we've all listened to so much music 
and grown up with so much that um, we can, I think, as a, a culture, as a people, can, are, are ready now to listen to, to stuff that crosses over genres a lot. It's like... It's like people who don't like pineapple on pizza, you know? Mm. They're probably children. They don't have a <laughs> complex palate that can appreciate the nuances of a high-end dish like that. The high-end dish. trying to be dish. controversial out the gate, bro. <laughs> trying to get you clicks. <laughs> trying to get you clicks with pineapple on pizza. You know what? That's fine. I don't like it, but it's fine. It's okay. No, it's Just okay. not for me. You know what? I'm a child, though. That's all right. <laughs> we gotta have children in the world. We love the children. It's cool. <laughs> no, um, yeah. Like, is, even that, like stuff for like the children. Yeah, no. <laughs> golden weeks for the children. Um, but yeah, and, and then the, the the music thing. Like I said, it, it's just music is so subjective. Like, so you're not if you don't like something, you don't like it. It's fine. Like, that's okay. But I think that more people embrace like just mix genre stuff. That's why I like like mix genre bills. That's why like I mean the whole like thing with uh, with like our festival that we throw with Chill Sounds and Breakdowns, it's a mixed genre local mm -hmm. festival because I'm like, bro, that's the way, for the most part, the majority of people listen to music yeah. and listen to everything. And, and and people literally will go from listening to like something really like heavy to like the softest thing in the world because I know yeah. I do that shit all the fucking time. And in the same car ride, you know what I mean? My mood will change that much and I'm like, yeah, when I listen to this and listen to that, right? And to me, there's not an issue with that. Like I can go from whatever and, and to me, it still sounds like that could be my radio station. Um, and you were talking about like earlier, like you know, growing up where like um, you you could only listen to like one genre. Mm -hmm. It's kind of how it felt like um, to me. Like that for that genre for me was like whatever was on the radio. So that was like mm -hmm. whatever station you were on. Um, and so I only grew up listening to um, you know radio pop music or you know even whatever the rap that was playing was still like your mainstream raps or yeah. everything like that. So you know, that's the only thing that I kind of grew up listening to. And even like MTV when they used to play music um you know i uh that's the only stuff that i knew but i think the first thing that i saw on like tv that was like anything other than the normal was like uh i think i was i remember watching uh a tray x's and o's had just came out or something like that and i'm like what the fuck is that i was like i was like why is that guy yelling like screaming like what the fuck's he doing but i was like that sounds so cool and i'm like i don't know what that is and it was like the first like kind of instance of that and then i like i didn't know where to get more of that you know what i mean because i at that time like i still didn't have access to like go online and still do or find my own music or and then like limewire came around everybody's computers not to say that's the genre it's yep. just limewire Lime Lime yeah <laughs> it's our genre yeah where it, where it had the legally or legally downloaded music <laughs> somebody yeah. downloaded Somebody we were just sharing. It's gonna be our new Golden Week slogan. It's just like Golden Week, catch the LimeWire virus. <laughs> the virus. But yeah, I, th I think like once the internet got a hold of music and it was just like streaming became available, it was like you just had access to every fucking like song that you wanted to listen to. And then um, when they started like incorporating like algorithms for like your own radio play mm -hmm. like based on what you just listened to and then you would discover like new things was like my favorite thing when it first started happening yeah. because it started just broadening like the stuff that i listened to and every now and then i get a curveball and like this it wasn't like what i was listening to but i do like that so like it was it's a it was a really cool experience to start you know just expanding the level of music that you get to and you start finding out that for me like when i was younger i was just like yeah i don't like country i don't like country then i was like oh okay i just don't like the country that was being on the radio you know, on the radio yeah, yeah. yeah. And i was like oh i like this other stuff yeah and this is like and now like i'm just like i can pretty much find something i like in everything i go sure i got my favorite stuff that like i'll play over and over but i can listen to most stuff and be like Oh, okay, I can like this or, or find something in the genre yeah. for myself. And like, I, I joked about the pineapple on pizza earlier, but yeah. like, it's because it's okay to like and dislike whatever you whatever fits your taste. But like, I don't know, it's it's so cool being able to, like, I, I truly feel like anyone can find something in any genre that fits their taste. Because mm -hmm. like, I was the same way, I didn't, I hated country when I was younger. But then it's like, you start to think about it and it's like, okay. It's got guitars and drums and bass and singing and it's like relatable stuff. Like this is just emo. Yeah. Like they're just singing <laughs> about like relationships and stuff, like half the time. This is just emo music. Like emo what's the with difference? Twang, man. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah, and the difference is, like you said, I mean we're it's just the stuff that I was exposed to I wasn't into. Um but like I think I just love like trying to find something that I like. It's like breaking it down like that, like I think if we all like actually think about why we don't like certain things instead of just being like, I don't like it, which totally fine. But like 
if you are like, why don't I like this? Mm -hmm. Why isn't this clicking with me? Like that's so much more interesting and it allows you to explore it. Cause I know personally I did the same thing with horror movies mm -hmm. where I used to hate them. Oh now, really? <laughs> yeah. I used to hate horror movies and now I'm like the biggest horror nerd you'll ever meet. And part of it was because there was a time when I was like, why don't I like horror movies? That's weird. Fear is like an emotion. It's yeah. just like like laughter or sadness or any of these other things we experience from from art. And so I was like, why am I so averse to this emotion? Um, and so I started like looking into myself and like forcing myself to watch movies, uh, horror movies, and like studying it. And now it's like my favorite thing. And I don't know. I think uh, a lot of people could benefit from stuff like that. Like just. If you don't like something, um, ask yourself why. Yeah. Like, talk to someone. Like, try things out. And maybe that's just me. I love to try new things. Mm. It's not going to work for everyone, you know. But like, I don't know. I, I think that's yeah. cool. Like, I, I just I want to appreciate all forms of art as best as I can because everything, whether it's paintings, music, movies, video games, it was all made by people who had a vision. Yeah. Um, and and that's cool. Like, I want to be able to appreciate what these people are doing because they made it. So there's at least one person out there mm. who thinks this is cool, the person who made it. And so I was like, why? Let's let's understand that. That probably that was probably a big thing for me when I, you know, when I started like writing my own music and, and creating like my own things um, was the was then looking at everything through that lens. Like, oh, somebody had to like this was in somebody's head. Mm -hmm. And like and now like I'm playing this game like and it's written like this or um, or I'm watching this movie and then how like everybody planned it. So like I am like then I started like I say with movies I started being just like oh they chose this camera angle for this yeah. like, or this or this you know lighting then I, you know when you look at like stuff like lighting videos or things like like me like I um, just to see interest like oh we did this because of you know it, it it invokes this type of emotion and I'm like I would have never thought lights would do that no yeah. how did it do that so it's really it's really cool once you start exploring other people's creative processes um and then just start like just listening into it and be like wow there's like this there's a lot going into this for me to just be like oh I, this fucking sucks and like i don't like yeah. this you know what i mean and it, and it just it's way too much energy to just be like hating on shit and i'm like it's i and me like i think that's what it was because I, I grew i guess like earlier because i was in that maybe like one genre mentality and stuff like that where i was just like oh this this stuff sucks you know i used you know pop music i used to be like pop music sucks like or this and that and that's probably because like that's all i had like mm -hmm. growing up and like now like i've grown to respect pop music even like as simple and stuff as it is i'm like there's still a talent to making like this stuff and it's catchy and all this stuff um but uh but just learning to to appreciate the work that gets put into this and, and being uh, to think of of more of like, oh, you know, why did they do this or how like how did this get done? Um, and just being more curious, like it, it makes for a more interesting time when you're listening, watching or, you know, doing anything with like uh, art related, even like with um, artists that like paint and stuff like that. I'm like, I don't know how to do that. You know, how do you know what they, again, when they talk about like, you know, this was painted this way because of, you know, it invokes this. And I'm like, I don't know that. And then I like, you know, uh, I don't. I didn't understand it but instead of just being like oh it's whatever like you know there's a reason like this stuff goes through it's just you know being able to take yourself outside of it and just like listen to the other person's um actual view on it and see how like why that they, they create this or how you know how did it get done and it just gives you a more just being curious about it gives you a, a better feeling when you or a, a bigger feeling of satisfaction once you like actually um take it in and be like oh okay this is why this is art you know yeah use the word curious i think that's yeah. a, a incredible word for this is it's it is like having that curious mindset like because the information's out there you know it's all there um if you just go experience it like who knows what you're gonna find mm -hmm. and i don't know how we forgot to mention this but like john if you want to talk about um another thing that got together golden week was not just music but um the art of gene shin yeah, so we went to an exhibit at the Crow Collection uh, in Dallas, and um, it was Gene uh, Shin's. Um, uh, what was called? It's the I can't remember. It's one word, but it's like internal something. Yeah. But it's it was just amazing, and it like ah dang it, I can't think I of the know, name of it. It's the tip of my tongue. It's so good, but um, yeah, that like that was kind of one of those moments where we were like realizing that there were certain 
um, approaches mentally and I guess even practically like what with what they were doing with their art with mm -hmm. like this person's art and again this is like physical, physical art like in a museum yeah. this mm -hmm. isn't like music like yeah, yeah. And, but it was uh, inclusions that's yeah. what it was called mm -hmm. and it was about it was like essentially there, there was a concept of like you know the spirit of something you know what I mean like mm -hmm. the the core quality of it and we were just like, whoa, we could totally implement this into our music. Yeah. This is so cool, like super inspiring. But yeah, I guess it's that, that curiousness you kind of, with every, even if it's a media that you don't think you're going to enjoy consuming or mm -hmm. art you don't think you're going to enjoy consuming, like if you're looking for, just look for something that you want. It's yeah. like going to the dollar store. You're like, you're probably not going to find a bunch of stuff you like, but mm -hmm. there's probably one thing that's like some cool candy you've never seen before. Yeah. Like do that, but do that with everything, you know, look yeah. for that one thing and then you can make your own voice out of it. You can use a little bit of that when recreating your own art. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes the fun is in specifically seeking out things that you don't like. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's all there. It's all art, like we were saying. So you get to know yourself better. Yeah. You're, you're learning sense. more about yourself, which then allows you to even like double down on if if you need to the things that you do like. It's like this just cements who I am, whether it's my dislikes or my likes. Like mm -hmm. I'm I'm learning more about myself, which then allows me to be a more um, emotionally honest creator. Yeah, that's so. That's you. You touched on that. And that's exactly what I was thinking. It, it makes you, again, be the most genuine self you can and put the most uh, authenticity into your art. Mm -hmm. um, the more you actually know who you are, like again, what you like and what you dislike, you can put all of that into what you're working on. You know, whether you know, and in your case, it's uh, you know, music, but in, in everything, like people pour themselves into it and it's normally that's going to be the best art out there you know it's it's the one that you can feel you know the person uh, themselves like in the actual like art the music you know the the, the most uh emotional like music uh that i hear is always like really really personal or, or or grabbing as much as like you know the as much as like the good you want to put of yourself in music when you also put in like just as, like just as much as the bad like it makes for these this really like genuine like art pieces um and, and music that that just touches not only like you you know like you put down everything that you felt but like you start seeing that people resonate with that and then you start having people come up to you at like shows and stuff like that and it's like oh like this song means this to me and the cool thing about art um which is kind of like sometimes a struggle is that once you put it out so once you put out a song like you know that you wrote it with this purpose but everybody else gets their own like you know mm -hmm. subjective purpose part. of it and it's so cool because you'll get someone be like this means this to me i'm like i didn't write that at all but you got yeah. that like you know so that's really cool like everybody even, has their own interpretation we even have a sticker that we made uh specifically for that it just says golden week is a blank band yeah and the idea is that people can write in whatever they want because you know we don't know what genre we are or yeah. what we yeah. are you can write golden week is a anime band a emo band a <laughs> dumbass band like whatever you want because <laughs> like that's all you and like that's like, be, oh, that's <laughs> my wallet or sorry my pockets are very small yeah, it's okay. <laughs> yeah but it's like as long as you're experiencing it and giving it a shot like that's cool yeah mm -hmm. absolutely um and then so yeah i want to get to like so the music um you've written a little bit um how to what's what's that process normally look like when it's when it all the songs have been written they some of them get written just by you two or like everything's been written at least with like Ricky involved with y'all? Yeah, everyone. In fact, Ricky, do you want to hop on for this? Yeah. Okay, we switching out. <laughs> yeah, uh, for like our writing process, mm -hmm. um, it's kind of evolved, but basically like for Familiar Ceilings, we would kind of, a couple of those songs I would just write out myself and bring to the guys and then mm -hmm. they would like spruce it up and make it really like good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, um, but then for our recent stuff, we kind of tried like essentially kind of solo working on something and okay. then bringing it when it's a little bit more fleshed out so for afterglow like i was like i just want to write an op like mm -hmm. i, I want to write an anime op and like yeah. just some ignorant naruto stuff like <laughs> I, I think a year before that i had like some health issues so i was like out for like a month in bed mm -hmm. and uh, i was watching i cleared i told them i'm like this is the only chance i got i'm gonna clear every naruto episode all the filler all oh of my it. gosh <laughs> you know filler so bad but there's some good ones but yeah, basically, like, uh, cleared through that. I watched every single Naruto uh, OP and then um, and then some. And then I was like, all right, I just want to write my own. And so I did and then brought that to the guys and they were able to clear it, clean it up and make it better. But then Ricky worked on power. Well, 
it's not out yet. Right. But I'll let him take over for that one. So yeah. Well, yeah. There's a a couple of songs that I guess like Serial Experiments Lame that we released True. was one that's out right now that um, I had a lot of like most of the structure in terms of like how the chords are going and everything mm-hmm. like that was like kind of like my my little brainchild that I worked on. I wanted something that had like a little bit of a bop to it. On Serial uh, Experiments? Yeah, Serial Experiments, was, yeah. yeah. But the chords, when it starts off, that song just like immediately, like just my ear just popped up the first time I heard it. Then I'm like, it's like, hold on, what's going on here? And it's like, it's immediately stopped what I was doing to listen to it. Yeah, I'm going to abuse those chords until they do it. Yeah, they're fucking great. We'll keep doing that. But yeah, more recently, like Power, tentative name, we'll see if it changes, is one that we've uh, we just started playing live and mm-hmm. like we wrote it and then we played it at the last show um and we'll be taking that into the studio here really soon but that's mm-hmm. one that i would just like like one thing that i do in terms of like trying to get better as a guitarist and just as get better at writing because for a long time we didn't have a drummer mm-hmm. and i always like attached myself to like i can't write without a drummer okay um so like i was really struggling like with, with self-confidence and being able to be like well i can do cool things but i need like someone else mm-hmm. so i just started working on my own and like i bring my guitar to work every day i have a little like cheap interface there mm-hmm. i just plug in my laptop and i just did the math i was like okay seven hours a week if i play guitar on my breaks and lunch like I have seven hours a week outside of everything else that I do mm-hmm. that I can just write and come up with ideas. So I just like, and this is like separate pretty much from all the guys. I just like start busting out ideas and trying to like work on songs. And then I take them to the guys. And then from there we work on stuff. But that's like, it really it's like a third of our writing process because like John will write songs. Mm-hmm. Like he'll write whole ass songs <laughs> like Afterglow. Um, I'll write songs. Uh, Madison and Jonathan are all writing songs, and now that we have Josh, like Josh is such a creative force. Like when we first got him, uh, we like practiced the songs uh, that we already released. Uh, it was really awesome because it was just like, oh, this feels perfect. And yeah. we were like, well, let's just jam. And mm. then I was like, well, this feels perfect. And it was just like really cool. Um, and yeah, Power is one uh, that um, it came together really cool. And again, I just wrote it without drums. But then once I gave it to Josh and the rest of the guys is just coming together like really really cool so Mm -hmm. it's really awesome to see how everyone creatively comes up with stuff so we really don't have a I guess to answer the question we don't have a a, a exact writing process yeah Um, we kind of have fun with like the like the experimental concept of like actual writing process because we'll be like you know uh we'll send like tons of clips of different ideas that we were writing on but then we'll have one person write a whole song (laughs) you know what I mean so so you wrote all of Afterglow Pretty, well, I've like, and then pretty much the entire like structure and everything. Pretty much, oh, yeah. Oh shit, that, yeah. That sounds catchy as hell too. And then, Thank you. I mean, I don't know if you know, but Ricky did send me like some stuff, some unreleased demos mm-hmm. and things oh, yeah, like yeah. that. Um, but like, I heard the, the, I heard the two like that you guys played live, but the three that were underneath that, yes. I was like, um, we're so different from each other. Yeah. Like, you yes. know, which is which is great. Like it's yes. great. Like for me, I'm like. I was looking, I was like, okay, like this is going to be like this type of song. Like maybe, like, I don't know. Yeah. Because uh, it's, it's all just like instrumental like at the moment. Mm-hmm. But I heard um, the first one, and I can't remember. I think it starts with a K. I can't remember. Yeah. Yes. That fucking song is so fucking cool. Like yeah. instrumentally, like it's so badass. Um, yeah. Was that, um, who uh, who kind of took like the reins on that one? So that's all John. I'll let <laughs> yeah. you talk about yeah. it. Dude, I love that because it's, it's. One, it, like I don't know what's coming after the next part, and I I always love songs that do that, where I'm like, oh, it's gonna do this again, and I'm like, mm-hmm. no, it's not. And I'm like, okay, it's keep, so it keeps me guessing. It's still interesting, mm-hmm. um, and just like the guitar playing, and it, it's just really, really like nice. I like that one a lot. Awesome, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, are you sure you're talking about Kaido? Maybe I think that's. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, the one was it a gay? The like softer one. Was it a soft oh, one? No, it's not a soft one. Yeah. Oh, I think okay. it's power. So that. Let me see. Maybe it doesn't start with a K. Here, here. here. I'm gonna. Kaido is the softer one. But then we have. Yeah. What did you say? Goth iHop. It's not oh. Goth iHop. Oh no no no! I'm sorry, sorry. No, it's desktop. Oh, oh desktop. Yeah. Okay. No, sorry. Yeah. It's not Kaido. Right. Kaido. No, Kaido is, is the soft one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the soft one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is good. So no, it's desktop then. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's awesome that we're. That's you. Okay. It's not all me um it's definitely not all me jonathan um like that 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 is an example of a song that's like everyone went in on Mm -hmm. yeah and that has um uh, some programmed drums from people that we were working with in the past in terms of drums uh but yeah the structure like the the song is there josh is gonna go in and do his thing and it's gonna be like 10 times better yeah but that's like 
So we have like dozens of songs like mm. that, like other than what we've already like sent you. Yeah. Um, so like, there's such a huge like span of things, and I think that song is, um, that's like part one of like a two part song. So <gasps> yes. we have like, <laughs> it, 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 it's ridiculous. Like I come from like a progressive kind of background, like Coding Cambria, Follow Troy, mm. stuff like that. Um, I like long songs. I like songs that will just go wherever they go. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that, it's a really cool uh, way to kind of just put that out. And um, I'm glad you liked it because it, it's cool. It's just like a part one of like something that's bigger. So it's oh, it's that's really fun. really neat. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that that those entire three songs that like I got to hear was uh, yeah. So desktop first, which I was like, that's the first one I heard. So I'm oh, like. Yeah. Okay, like this is what they're going with now, and then I heard uh, the next one, which was Goth I Hop, and yep. I'm like, oh, this is not like that. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I was like, but I was like, but it's good. I go, I was like, okay, and I was like, this sounds a little bit more of like uh, has a little bit. More, no, actually, not that one. Um, but I was like, this one's you know a little softer and this and that. Like I can kind of see like this is gonna be a little bit maybe a little bit more vocal driven like mm -hmm. on here. I was like, cool, and I'm like, all right, let, then listen to the the one that you wrote. and I'm like, and this one was like, oh, this one's really pretty. Like I was listening, <laughs> I was like listening to with my girlfriend. He's like. This is gonna be really like nice and pretty. Like it might be like a love song or something, yeah. but it's because it's really like nice. But I'm like, dude, these are three different songs that still, with me knowing like y'all and what y'all write, I was just like, this is this still fits together. Like this is, I would love to hear these songs like on like a project, like together, like an EP or an album or whatever. Mm -hmm. I go, I would be like, I, I, I'm definitely not one of those guys that be like, oh shit, like this sounds not at all like the other thing. I'm upset now or whatever. Like to me, I'm like, oh, this offers so much variety that the whole time I was like entertained listening to everything, and I'm yeah. like, these, these are really cool. Um, which is again goes back to talking about like how y'all aren't really like focused on like sticking to a genre and doing mm -hmm. this. It's pretty much like, hey, let's do what we want to write. You know what I mean? And just as long as it's a good song and make it make sense, like it'll it'll sound good and yeah, i think absolutely. that definitely like reflected that yeah yeah i'm i'm super happy with like how it's not even really experimental because like they, they sound like songs um yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's just like how varied in terms of like i guess execution and different things like that that we've been able to work on and yeah the small snippet that we sent you is just mm -hmm. like a a, a a small snippet of like a huge batch of stuff that we have oh, and gosh. essentially like we just uh which we're going to be doing pretty soon. We're mm -hmm. going to be going to the studio, and that's mm -hmm. really like the final, like, like golden week, like, like gel of like how everything kind of comes together. Mm -hmm. Because we're we're writing pretty much, um, you know, until we get to the studio, and then when we get to the studio with our producer, uh, we work with Brian David at Anthem Recording. Shout okay. out Anthem. Yeah, shout Amazing. out. Amazing. Yeah. Now that we have uh, five members, he's like, I guess, kind of like an unofficial like sixth member. Yeah. He yeah. Really, like, <laughs> yeah. He. Uh, he helped us like kind of develop our own sound and mm -hmm. voice and stuff so far. So yeah, absolutely, He's um, awesome. Yeah, it, it's a great experience working with him because, like, going and recording that first EP, we went through so much. Oh man! <laughs> oh <laughs> really? Yeah, we went through so much because like there's there's a reason why there's four drummers uh, on there. Uh oh, uh, yeah, because <laughs> we uh, had one. <laughs> yeah, because we had one, and then it ended up being four. But it was just a really tumultuous process. Mm -hmm. So like when our drummer left, we just kept on writing all the music. We're about but, halfway through recording that EP. Yeah. Oh, left. wow, when he left. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we just kept on writing, and, like, Brian stepped up. He played some drums, and then I got some of the guys from uh, Faint Love um, to play drums, mm -hmm. and it just really came together. But through that process, we bonded so much with Brian, and we feel like, number one, he, like, will tell us if something sucks. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, <laughs> that's just so important. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I think as an artist, like... It's, oh, it's essential. Like, you need it's it. essential. Yeah, you need, you it's need so people hard to find. who are going to be honest with you and yeah. tell you, like, it, yeah. it yeah. sucks. You know what I mean? And, and, and well, be able to tell you why, though. Like, or, like, you know, give you a little bit more specific. Because, like, yeah. yeah, there's there's yeah. a there's a haters suck. Like, oh, you suck. But there's also, like, a, hey, this could be better. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, um, and that's, uh, I, I, I forgot who I was talking to, but uh, I was talking to somebody about this and it was like, yeah, you, it's very essential. And if luckily, if it's somebody in your band or somebody, like I said, somebody that's being part of the creative process, if they tell you that it's not for the most part, if you have the right team, you have the right people, it's not because they want to be dicks to you or mm -hmm. want to be mean to you. It's because at the end of the day, you, they want to have, they want to write a good song. Yeah. Like they're part of the team. It's like, hey. The, what you play reflects on me too because it's our band yep. you know what I mean so we want to create the, the best song that we can or the best you know album that we can do so if I if I say something and like I said it's just about trying like 
you know, new ideas. You'd be like, hey, what if you did it this way? And even if you don't end up going that way, you might as well give it a shot and see what happens, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's, that's one thing I've learned with like just collaborative efforts in, in general is that I have my own way of thinking for songwriting and then I sometimes get blinded by that and think that that's the only way to write the song. It's like, well, yes. this song can only go this way because that's the way my head is telling mm-hmm. me and it's the only way it makes sense. But it's because based on my influences, based on my, you know, everything I've taken in with the music I've listened to, that's the only way that I see. Yep. But somebody else comes over here, they have a completely different set of inspirations and everything and they could add something that, you know, I would never think of and it ends up being really fucking cool. Yeah. But it's just being open to be like, hey, this could be better. Try this. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Cause at the end, of, again, at the end of the day, it's just about writing really good music. And yeah. that's, that's the yeah. goal. Yeah. It, it, that's the end goal yeah. all the time. And John could definitely speak to this because I mean, being like the originator of Trist and then just <laughs> like being the core of golden week, like, what's it like like when you like have something you give it to the rest of the guys or oh man you know, <laughs> like, kind of speak to that bro cause... these these dudes <laughs> they vicious <laughs> no they're mean no i'm just kidding no That's like true. i'll i'll like make it i'm okay so i'm one of those dudes where i'm like i gotta get the idea out now mm-hmm. so i'll like do a voice memo and then i'm like you know the guy's got to hear this so I send it to them and then they'll just keep talking about whatever they're talking about <laughs> in the text chat and I'm just sitting there seething I'm just like what? alright what do you think of the track and they're like I don't know Dune blah 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 blah. I'm just like and then they finally reply and I'm like okay good we're good but this part sucks like okay cool and then we'll work on it but most of the time there's no this sucks it's just mm-hmm. like do you like okay here, here's an example we do this but also Brian was great about this mm-hmm. I would like, when we were recording Familiar Ceilings, there was some like uh, background vocal melodies that were stuck in my head mm-hmm. that I was like, ah, oh, this needs to go on, like on my mind or something. And uh, we show up to record and I'm like, yeah, I have some ideas, let's do it. And so we do it and Brian's like, all right, come back in here. I'm just gonna mix stuff for a little bit. And he turns around and he's like, so what do you think about those uh, vocal parts? And I'm like, eh, not bad. And he's like, sure you wanna keep them? <laughs> and I'm like, not anymore, no. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> like, th- th- that's how we all kind of work. Like, we'll... We're all editors. Yeah, we're all editors. Yeah. 100%. That's a good way to put it. Like, we're mm-hmm. all... Well, that's editors. good, because I feel like that it, it also gives everybody... Um, make sure everybody in the band feels that their opinion is valued and valid, so that they can actually... Um, because if let's say like you know you you write that and someone says like you know what, I don't like that how about you try this and like people are just like oh fuck off you know mm-hmm. yeah. then that you know band members are gonna be like well I'm not gonna fucking suggest anything now because like it's not gonna be listened to mm-hmm. and but once you feel like you're actually a part of like the creative process again it's not even about like changing that idea but if you tried it and be like hey man didn't, didn't work you know but exactly. uh, but everybody mm-hmm. if everybody else goes at least I'm like oh okay at least they tried it you know what I mean at least like I feel comfortable to suggest something and then when it does. When you do end up changing something and it ends up really cool and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like, and then it opens the eyes up of like the other band members. Like, oh, you know what? Like, I set aside my ego a little bit and then like was able to write something. Mm-hmm. But I know it's difficult sometimes because I've had I've had instances where I'll write like parts to songs and then uh, I'll bring it. And I'm really excited and be like, that's not it. And I'm like, oh my god. And I'm like super upset. Like I used to like get like super upset and be like, oh my god. Like they fucking hate it. Like I can't write anything. Um, but then I would write end up writing something like so much better. Like mm-hmm. I said, it's just that push. That's why I like to me, um, because of the people that I had in my band, I was like, oh, okay. Every, if they say something like that, it's because like they know that I can do something better to oh, it. Yeah. You Absolutely. know. And there's been some songs where like some stuff slipped through, and I'm like, where were you guys? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. that. Yeah, I know. Like I've I wrote I wrote man I've written some cringy lines. Over oh, the dude, years, I have man. stuff on SoundCloud that no one will find. Hopefully, <laughs> or I'm just yeah, like they will. now no, the they internet won't. they won't know. Find they it, absolutely won't. <laughs> dude. It's like high school cringe, like just solo acoustic stuff but yeah I, that's when you're like oh, I wish I was in a band then to have dudes tell me no to know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah it's good again it's good it's that veto process that yeah. you get Checks and be and like hey when you think you're like oh this is a great idea like I've had those when like, I usually have those that's why I stopped like before I used to be like oh like anytime I have an idea in the middle and I, I need to wake up and record it mm-hmm. cause like I'm gonna forget in the morning and it was really good and then I, for a long time I wasn't doing that and then um, 
I'd be like, damn, it was really good. I, I can't remember it, but I remember it's a good idea. Then I started to write those down, and then I would listen to them in the morning. I'm like, this is fucking terrible, man. <laughs> like, I was like, these are bad. This is a like, basic chord. Yeah, I was like, what if I, dude, I thought it was like yeah. the greatest thing ever. But it's I'm like, like only okay, good when you're half asleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, yes. Yeah. But, but yeah, like that's, what, that's the cool thing about being in a band, that where everybody's involved creatively, mm-hmm. because you, you have people who are passionate about writing the music yeah. and want to be a part of it, you know what I mean? Because I've uh, I've looked at I've like talked to bands or, or other bands where it's just like oh it's like one person writing everything and it's just everybody else is just like hey I'm just here to play mm-hmm. whatever so it's it's a little nicer to have somebody a group of people that you trust that you know or your friends especially um, and then you guys can just you know you know someone tells you a criticism or something you can talk about it honestly you know mm-hmm. without being like hey I'm not trying to hurt your feelings it's just we're trying to write some cool music yeah the yeah. key word there is trust like mm-hmm. even like. You know, like we say, like, oh, that part sucks. We never actually say oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's just, like, us, like, vocalizing. Probably how it feels just at the moment, but, like... How we it never, feels to you. It's like, yeah, it's, it's like, oh. He's like, but, oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's all about trust, and, like, the great thing is, like... It, well, especially, like, with John and Mastin, like, mm-hmm. we've been doing this together for so long. Well, not really so long, but um, just for such a, like, long time and, like, working on all these songs that, like, we trust each other, like implicitly and when we bring in and brought in Jonathan and Josh like it was just like oh we trust y'all to to do the thing mm. and it was just like a no-brainer and that might be a good segue to get Jonathan and Josh in. Oh, so let's go ahead and do that okay we just switched out again now we got now we've had the entire golden week here we in this I'll be Sunday okay <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so uh, y'all are the I guess the newest additions to it uh Is to it? golden week um Man, I don't, I don't know where my, my brain's... I mean, hold on. That's what happened. Essential. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so first, uh, we'll start. So you um, so you joined as a guitar player. Um, yeah. And uh, you, did you immediately start writing, like, with, with them? Or did you, like, first were like, let me just learn everything and play for a while? Um, a little bit of both. Okay. Like, we spent some time, especially since John wasn't going to be playing guitar anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a lot of parts that before... They kind of had to either leave out or simplify and stuff like that. And a lot of the recordings, there's three guitar tracks or something like that. Oh, my gosh. You know? okay. So with um, John stepping onto vocals and me and Ricky handling guitar, you know, we kind of had a chance to relook at things a little bit and, you know, kind of rework some songs and all that kind of stuff. So at first we were looking at the set. Um, I know one song in particular, Someday Somewhere, off the uh, first album. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was just one guitar track. That was just Ricky for, uh, you really? know, each time okay. they played it live. That was the one time John was not playing guitar. So I kind of had a chance to go and write some leads over all of it and mm-hmm. kind of rework it and stuff. So that was a lot of fun. And then once we got the set down and started kind of gelling together, we just kind of hit the rails and started writing from that point. Well, that's so. cool that you got to actually go in and look at the songs that were already written. And mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, because John was having to sing and play guitar, you got to kind of like add, maybe add a little bit more to it. Yeah. Now that yeah. You, you know, uh, and just let John sing. Um, that's, that's really awesome. So some of the songs ended up changing already, like right off the bat when um, you were coming in. Yeah. Just a little Slightly. bit, like, you know, a lot of stuff more like dynamically and tonally and stuff like that. Someday probably has the biggest changes. Thankfully I was a huge fan of the band before yeah. I joined, so I didn't feel the need to like change too much, yeah. and, you know, um, and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, no, they were really nice and kind of gave me the, you know, reins to feel my way around and stuff like that. And it was really no issue, especially since me and Mastin, like he was saying, had played mm-hmm. in a band for so long together it was just like kind of as soon as it happened it was it was going so at least i think so so how did the offer come like your way was it just like hey you want to come jam with us or like yeah pretty much it was like planned on it yeah we had planned on it for a long time more or less because covid kind of threw a lot of things off because i was actually living up in nashville for a little while oh wow okay yeah i'm from here so that's how me and mastin were playing in my apologies Mm -hmm. but um i moved up to nashville for five or six years and was gonna move back in like 2020 (laughs) and um, you know start playing with them (laughs) and then yeah we we all know what happened from there so it was pushed off a little bit Mm. but um yeah once i moved down in 2021 played the first show with them i think in may actually played with his old band on better terms oh really yeah yeah it was you were in on better terms oh shit fuck all right cool man like (laughs) that's all these bands that i've played i think we played with on better well 
back this is a long time ago but fucking cool so yes. like so so that's kind of how like the connection was that y'all played in a band together mm-hmm. and that's kind of how that was made and then uh and i'm sure that y'all were friends with like on better terms and it was this yeah. came yeah, about because my apologies had toured with on better terms yeah oh, we had shit, toured okay. with him multiple times and we actually released a split ep together so yeah. Yeah. oh mm-hmm. yeah 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 yeah, oh, so fucking cool. Good friends all around. It, yeah. it just worked great. Nice. And then, uh, and then, Josh, you just joined like not too long ago. How how long? They like, said about maybe a month, six weeks. Yeah, six weeks. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, so how was like how was that? Was that like an easy decision to make? To just be like, hey, I want to play this, or or you know? Yeah, definitely. I've been friends with most of these dudes for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, just like playing on bills with them, you know. Because I was also in uh, offended by everything. So between the oh, okay, the cool. other projects, just brushed shoulders with them a lot and mm-hmm. I had a, a big respect for the songs um, I always enjoyed you know the instrumentation and just kind of all the parts um, and so when I found out that they needed a drummer I, I jumped at the, the opportunity the opportunity uh, yeah I started playing with them at the beginning of the year and then uh, they they want to have me so I'm I'm locked in now yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> we got them um, ladies and gentlemen yeah <laughs> in uh Creatively, have you started to like try to like write to some of like the music with them as yeah. well? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, some of the newer songs, um, maybe even some of the ones they sent you, mm. I've kind of like they sent me kind of skeletons. And I'm like, all right, let's let's see what I can do with these, where I can add you know my own personality and mm. and style into them. So so far, the process has been very smooth. Uh, I've really been vibing and enjoying the uh, the collaboration so far. I feel like it's. I feel like it's really easy, especially because, like, again, you guys are already already friends mm-hmm. and actual like fans of like the band already. Yeah. So it's like, oh yeah, I know exactly like what I would add mm-hmm. to this or like what I want to play like on this. So it it seems like that transition has been like really smooth and yeah. easy. It was kind of like a good opportunity to take advantage of that like dream you have, where it's like, hey, I get to play with my favorite band. I don't have to write any of these songs. They're great. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's just you know it easy. And then it's time to write. It's like wait, hold on. <laughs> Uh, it's funny. I actually, um, I, I had that uh, like a week ago. Someone approached me, and it's this band that it, it's a local band around here that I am obsessed with and love. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hey, like, and they, they, I mean, they broke up a while, long, a while ago. But he was like, hey, like, uh, he said, we're starting a new project, and I'm like, cool, cool, cool guys. And he's like, um, he's like, you still doing vocals? And I'm like. Uh, sort of. Like yeah. I can. <laughs> and he's like, uh, let me send you some stuff. So he sends, he sends me the unreleased EP that they never put out, mm. and I'm just like, I'm just like fangirling over here. Yeah. I'm like, this is all fucking cool. And he's yeah. like, yeah, you, you want to sing on it? I'm like, what? I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> I was like yes. I was like, but I'll try to like, try cool. Like, uh, yeah, I just have to sing over it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, Deal. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I go, let me check my schedule. I got to act cool. And mm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll just go home. But that's really cool. But um, And then, uh, so live, uh, you've played just one live show this year with one, them? One show, Which is yeah. the one at Cheap Steaks, right? Yeah, and uh, then we have okay. one coming up, I think, April 8th in Fort Worth. April 8th. Yeah. Where, where's that one at? Uh, Rail Club. Rail Club, yeah. Rail Club. Oh, shit, that's the one. Yeah, that's our show. I was like, it's our show. Yeah, dude, like, I'm, I'm just... Uh, I've just been a fan like of of Golden Week in general. Like I, I'm in the same boat. It was like mm-hmm. oh, I'm just like it's just really it's really cool catchy music and live is just it's just this really fun energy and uh, I've been more focused on that. Um, I don't know now as I've gotten older or anything like that, but I just love like that that type of like energy during live shows. I mm-hmm. like to see like if you if I can see on stage and y'all are having like a really good time, then I'm just like yeah, that's the music is is great like already so i know that i know that coming in because like mm-hmm. I, i'm a, i'm a fan or whatever so i'm like i know i love these songs and i'm like these are good but like the energy on stage is like a really nice like you know vibe time and then i saw a few i didn't get to go to the, the cheap steaks uh, show but i saw like a bunch of videos of like the crowd and stuff mm-hmm. like people dancing um i think there's one they uh they'll put up a little it's like a almost like a gift of the guy like dancing and like i'm like yeah i'd be doing that too uh-huh. um but uh so yeah, so yeah, I mean, y'all been playing in, in bands for like mm-hmm. a long time. Uh, what do you think is like the biggest like differences with like what you were playing before to like this? Um, yeah, so I mean, it's b- before with my apologies, <laughs> we were focusing focusing less on melody and more on noise. So it was like hundred <laughs> percent energy on stage. Yeah. You know, like that was kind of our whole thing. Is you know, we we went for that just like 
it was during the dawn of like that kind of like shoegazy post hardcore type stuff. So yeah, we were trying to go like pretty in all emotion on the stage and stuff like that. So we focused less on the technical playing and mm. more just like bringing that energy and getting people into it and stuff like that. And in Golden Week, you know, I still get to do that, but you know, there's more focus on playing clean, giving good chords so John can actually sing over it. Yeah. And, you know, all of that kind of stuff. So it's it's been a fun challenge and a fun way to adapt. But at the same time, like, you know, as much as I was, you know, loving playing in a hardcore band and stuff, like my favorite shows to go to all the time was always like, like you were saying, bands that just have a lot of energy and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sure, hardcore has a lot of that. But the first band when I think of, when I think of, like, energetic live shows is Modern Baseball. And, like, you know, they, uh, okay. they weren't, like, you know, beating each other up or playing sloppy or anything. Yeah. But, like, you know, they were having fun. Like, they would, like, unplug each other's cables and stuff yeah. when they're about to go <laughs> into a solo and just, like, you know, mess around and stuff. And, like, that that's, that's what a live show should be. You yeah. know, it's like, if you're just going to go be boring, play the songs perfectly as they are on record, it's like that person could have saved their money and just listened could to the record. Home and listen home. To yeah, yeah, exactly. So like bringing that energy forward is like, you know, the thing I love most about the live shows and, you know, something that's important to give to people that are there, you know, so yeah. we all want to be smoking cigarettes during people's sets. So, you know, you gotta, you gotta, <laughs> oh, no. inter- you gotta entertain them. Yeah. So. I mean, it's, it, it is a, a big deal. Actually, the show I went to, that's my greatest example of like that would, uh, be, I saw Bill Murray last year. Okay. Um, so, like nice. sell out trees and, one, I, I, first of all, I love the fact that like these songs are depressing as fuck mm-hmm. and like the energy in that room was like just, so fucking high. Like, I mean, yeah. the place was packed. It was trees, and it's packed the fuck out, and and it's just dumb shit in the middle. Again, mm-hmm. like, they they fuck around with each other, and it was just like in the middle. It's like when he was having people like yell out, and he's like, "Oh, count of three, just say fuck," and it's yeah. like, and it's just like, and then the entire room just getting louder shit. But um, again, the energy they they were playing. All the songs sounded fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like the all the singing was. I mean, they had the. Uh, I think the the girl on the tour like also like uh, plays the sax like now that they have sax in a lot of wow, their songs so plays, really cool. I'm like there's a lot of like cool things that you mm-hmm. can add to it but energy is the biggest thing it's like it's like if you can make the crowd like when you can see out and like the crowd's just like doing this because mm-hmm. they're jumping I'm like that's fucking insane that takes a lot like it takes a lot for a band to do that and play that set well enough to to um, again combine both of those things it's like hey how do we like keep the energy up and how do we actually like play the songs and don't right, make them sound absolutely. like you know, um you saying like that Kurt. i just got to give a shout out to cat bamboo because they <gasps> they are exactly yes. what you're describing where it's like i we all saw them for the first time at rail club like the last time they played down here a month ago or so oh yeah, yeah, yeah like, we had them it was the first time i had seen them and like one they are clean as hell when they mm-hmm. play but like you know sometimes i love instrumental music kind of but like you know sometimes they can be boring up on stage you know they're yeah. just up there focusing doing whatever but like cat bamboo had the whole crowd moving they were like running around the stage hyping people up like i've never seen like an instrumental band really like have that much energy on stage and like i don't yeah, know they, yeah, they, shout they, out to them for that they wild out like when mm-hmm. they're out there and it's it's weird because that like band has gone through like member a lot of member changes in the mm-hmm. last year and like to be able to still put on the show that they like put on with with yeah. their original lineup and even like with lineup changes and still be able to like capture that energy is like really 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 cool yeah that's super um, special like, yeah and like you said instrumental it's all, if it's even harder you, mm-hmm. normally you're like oh you got a vocalist that can like you know go around if you have a front man they can you know go around or like you know move around on stage yeah and, and talk. Exactly. You, you have someone like oh okay that maintains people's focus or mm-hmm. whatever but instrumentally like okay how do I don't have vocals here? Like, how am I capturing like this? Right, you, know, you got to work harder. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Harder. and yeah. man, they do. Uh-huh. <laughs> Definitely. Shout out, Cat Bamboo. For real. They're great. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, and, and you've also like been playing for a long time. I mean, like you said, on better terms. Um, did you play with it? You anybody else? You said somebody else. Uh, offended by everything. Offended by everything. Which both really fucking good bands. Yeah. You know I mean? um, a lot which, of fill in work in between. Oh really? Just, like, <laughs> random, random. Hey, my friend has a band. Can you fill in for this show? Just yeah. A lot, of, a lot of little stuff like that as well. Do you just, it's just, just love of playing. So you're like, I'm just going to help out yeah, all the friends. That's, that's what I really got me in. I uh, came from New England and oh, really? moved to, down to Texas about six years ago. And okay. coming from a place where it's rural and there's not much of a scene mm-hmm. to now there's shows happening, you know, all over the city every weekend. Mm-hmm. It just really got me excited. So, uh, so yeah. that's, it's, it, that's something that I take for granted when I, I leave like mm-hmm. this area because I'm like 
I go, no, like, we have shows you can find anywhere. Like, you know, every, uh, you know, there's almost something going on every day, like, mm-hmm. that you can find, like, over the DFW. And it's still, like, the DFW is still, like, not that far apart. Like, you're, you know, what, 40 minutes from Dallas, yeah. you know, you know, 40, Everybody in Dallas minutes. likes to act like Fort Worth. I mean, I'm included in this. I'm not <laughs> trying to say I'm not. But, like, everybody acts like it's so far. But I feel like you make the drive, and it's like, eh, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I mean, yeah. like, we're always, I'm like, I'm always, I was always going to Dallas. Like, that's mm-hmm. when we started Noise Ride. We're like, we live here. Like, let's try to do a lot of shows yeah. here. Like, just yeah. to, just to see if we can, because and, and we, because um, there's a lot, you know, there's a lot everywhere in like Dallas. I mean, Dallas is changing, like the mm-hmm. the scene out there Definitely. too. And then like, I mean, Deep Ellum, like I bring, I feel like I bring this up way too much, but Deep Ellum is like a whole like new different place, mm-hmm. you know, to play out there. Um, but just, but there's still like you can still find a show and like a, a in in every like different fucking variety. And it's it's I was talking to someone, and if it's weird because if you're not actually in like this scene, you know, kind of like you know, you guys playing a band or anything like you. You look at Fort Worth, or you look at the DFW as like this. Uh, actually, Fort Worth in general as like a different place. Because I was talking to somebody um, who actually worked for like a, a magazine or something, and they were they were like, "Oh yeah, when I think of Fort Worth, I only think of like country." And I'm yeah, like, like, "The stockyards." I go, "Dude, there's so fucking much like that you could find here, like mm-hmm. a, a lot." I'm like, and and that's what like even like when we do like noise run, that's like when you're doing this, and I'm like, "No, I gotta show like there's a lot more. Like there's nothing again. There's nothing bad about country." Mm-hmm. I go, "But we are a lot more. Like it's." It, and genre wise just like art wise uh there's so many like different like small you know businesses around here and stuff but there's so much stuff to do and yeah when i when i talk to people who are you know who live um in a place or you know a rural area or something like that where they don't have access to like a show every now and then Mm -hmm. or like if if you want to see a tour that's coming by you have to drive you know a few hours out of the way to to see the you know whatever band that you want to see because they're not coming anywhere near you or something like that um and here it's like uh every time they plan a tour i see a tour announced like okay it's going to be somewhere in the area like it's not here it's in dallas and whatever or denton or one of the three yeah like it's gonna be yeah it's gonna be Mm -hmm. in this and that either way it's like an hour away from anywhere i mean sometimes we even get tours that hit fort worth and dallas so you i've know, seen it yeah, <laughs> yeah. best of both worlds yeah so i mean uh we, we i think we are definitely really really lucky like in the mm-hmm. in the scene that we're Absolutely. in with the with the variety that we have and uh and just the availability of just like music in general um so i definitely uh i can definitely see how that was like a positive outlook something to be excited about oh, did you join definitely. like uh on better terms uh, immediately after like getting here or uh, i was within a year of of living in texas yeah. okay okay cool damn so that was right Way were you drumming for anybody out out there where you used to be? No, I no. had a little bit of church experience, mm-hmm. um, which is where I learned to play the drums. Yeah. But I hadn't done work with any bands uh, before Texas. So Damn. Yeah. that's really cool. Um, so y'all are headed into the studio here in a couple weeks. Yep. Yes, couple yeah, weeks, right? yeah. Okay, how are y'all feeling about that? Excited. Yeah, yeah. super stoked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, you've you've already recorded with than before right um, yeah go, yeah technically of? yeah I, I added some <laughs> guitars after the fact on an okay. afterglow on yeah afterglow. so okay. that was the first time i got like on a golden week cut but i'm really excited to be able to go in you know from the ground up and just the what it was like half a day there that we got to work with brian mm-hmm. that was the first time i had met him and it was just amazing i mean i got to play a guitar that i'd never be able to afford in my life <laughs> coming out of an amp that i'd never be able to find in my life so like it was a lot of fun i'm looking forward to kind of go through the whole process with him and see what that's like how uh how many songs are you doing um i think we're doing three three so. mm-hmm. yeah Hell yeah yeah um that's fucking damn that's exciting as hell um yeah man i don't i don't know other than that like other than like trying to Listen, I just I'm already like looking forward to listening to those like once they're done. Like I really, really like I am. Uh, other than that, like you guys have like uh, you said a show on the at the it's on the eighth, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, eighth eighth yeah. at the Rail Club, um, and then you got some studio side. Yeah, is that those releases or do you plan on releasing those as like singles or like working like towards a bigger project um, or is it something kind of your still up in the air kind it's of developing a little up in the air i'll let some of them come back up here in a minute and talk mm-hmm. more about the specifics but it's it's still kind of up in the air on two of the songs mm-hmm. one of them um i'll go ahead and spoil and i'll let y'all talk about it a little mm-hmm. bit more but we're doing a cover for one of them ah. uh it's a um kingdom hearts cover uh simple and clean <sighs> Fuck. yeah well yeah. you know it, yeah oh but my for the gosh. for the normies out there it's like kingdom <laughs> hearts cover but yeah yeah so um we're really excited about 
about that. And we're uh, looking to get that out actually around Golden Week. So that'd be the end of April. Um, release it for the holiday. Oh, so, my gosh. That'd yeah. be so fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm going to nerd out. Actually, you know who's going to nerd out? Uh, Daniel DJ is a, fucking the biggest Kingdom Hearts fan. Oh, I caught him crying at every ending. It's uh, really fantastic. I walk in one time. I walked in one time on Daniel. Literally. I walked, I walked in on him, and I'm just like, he's like tearing up, and I'm like, are you okay, dude? And he's like, he's look, like, and then I look at the screen, and it's just like the end credits, and I'm like, oh, never mind. Yeah. It's like Kingdom Hearts is light, man. Killed the fifth version of Xehanort. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that shit was exhausting. I, he's like, I played it too, but I played it on the like uh, easier mode. So I'm like, yeah, I don't, I'm not. I saw him stressing out about it all the time. I'm like, yeah, I don't need that in my life right now. Like, uh, <laughs> I just want to know how this ends. Um, it will never end. That's the catch. It's of never, gonna, yeah, it's never gonna end. No, and like I think he played everything because he's like when when he wanted to play like mm-hmm. I think three. He like was like I'm gonna go through and play it all. So he played like, like Birth by Sleep, and all of them, over two. all of them. even the Java mobile games from yep. back in the day. Nope. Wow. He did those. Two- <laughs> That's <laughs> That's- I mean, those are canon, the so it's important. Are yeah, they are canon. It's important. So. It's important to it. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, dope. Uh, I guess we are close to wrapping this up. Does anybody want to come up and yeah. talk about anything else before we do? I guess we'll just wrap it up, yeah. Cool. I'll let the talk. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you all. We'll be back. All right. Tell the people what we're doing next, John. Oh, man, that's going to be all Ricky. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, no. <laughs> I Wait. told you. Oh, you do doing... remember this. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I literally, my mind's totally blank right now. <laughs> all right, yeah, so. Uh, I'll ad-lib. Yeah, so we have the show coming up on the 8th. On the 8th. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think the podcast may be out before then. So, mm-hmm. yes, we are going to be recording Simple and Clean uh, two days after that. We're also going to be playing that uh, yes. live at the show. So, so that's going to be. If you want the live version, yeah, come to Real Club version. on yeah. the 8th. I'm ordering a Keyblade right now. Just yes. showing up. <laughs> yes. yes. Come, come in full cosplay. If you come in cosplay, you get something free from us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big. 22 size shoes, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All your belts and buckles. All the fucking buckles yeah. and everything. <laughs> yeah, and then we're going into the studio uh, to record that. And um, just as we're, we're definitely going to do three, uh, the cover included, but as many as we can do in the time that we have. Yeah. And then um, during the Golden Week holiday, which is end of April, Simple and Clean is coming out. Uh, we're launching uh, Twitch. Uh, so we're going to be streaming, we're going to be doing uh, video games. Uh, music pretty mm-hmm. soon. Uh, it'll probably just be like maybe us playing our stuff or some writing stuff. Uh, we have decent internet at the practice space, so we're yeah. gonna try that out once we <laughs> yeah. get some mics. Cool. Uh, yeah, so but we're gonna be on uh, Twitch, and then really after that, we don't have a lot of shows that we can announce. Uh, we're gonna try and get out of the DFW mm-hmm. and uh, play yeah. outside of uh, town, outside of the state, and yeah. But follow us on socials. It's Golden Week at Golden Week Music pretty much everywhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's that's all we got. Hell yeah. Well, I appreciate all of y'all stopping by. I'm really, really, uh, you know, I was, I've been trying, again, I'm just terrible at scheduling stuff. Uh, but you guys are literally one of like my favorite bands in the DFW. Like I can definitely see that on like my top of my list. Thank you so um, much. And Thank again, you. you guys are just really good and talented. I, didn't, I actually didn't get to say this, but Madison, your bass playing is fucking sick. Like, yeah, on a yeah, bunch of like literally, like literally on the songs, I'm like, Man, oh. like this bass is fucking We're killer on my new bass. I just bought it. I took out a loan to buy a new bass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. He he had to reassure us. He's like, "It's okay. The loan I took out has extra money for recording in it." I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, okay." It's like, "Okay, I guess." <laughs> it's going to be fire though. Tell him what it is. Oh, yeah. It's a Lakeland Shoreline Tetsuya. Lakeland Shoreline Tetsuya from uh, Tetsuya, the bassist of Bass, Lark and Seal. Yeah. My favorite bassist. Nice, nice. Well, I appreciate y'all stopping by. I really thank you again for it. Um, yeah, thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. This has been episode 66 with Golden Week, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Bye.